From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. DeLorean Podcast. I'm your host, Mike De Niro. We have a super stack show for you, as always. We're talking about last night's NXT 2.0. We're going to be talking about the news and notes around the wrestling world, and we're going to show you everything that's going to be going down tonight on AEW Dynamite Live for the first time from the tri-state area. We have a super stack show, but like I said, before we get into anything, I gotta thank all my fans from all over the world. Shouts to all of you. Shouts to every country that's riding with the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Without you, there is no us. So salute to you guys. I love you guys. Thank you so much for following along on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. On Twitter at W underscore DeLorean Pod. On YouTube at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. And always subscribing and downloading to the podcast. Without further ado, let's get into the Super Stack Show right now. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for letting me into your morning routine. I appreciate all of you guys. Like I said, every single time I start out this podcast with love and saluting you guys. Without you guys, there is no me. So thank you so much. Let's start the Super Stacked episode. We got a lot to talk about. A lot of news going around the wrestling world. Starting out, we're going to start out with the independence because Bobby Fish, who is just recently off of his WWE release, has officially signed some Major League Wrestling. He will be debuting during the Opera Cup. And he is a part of that tournament. I think this is an excellent move for MLW and an excellent move for Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish is more of a legit athlete. He's more of a legit fighter. So having that hybrid style in MLW, having guys like Tom Lawler and Davey Richards and um, all the other people that they got, they got that same style. It was it just fits perfectly for Bobby Fish. And this is a big pickup. MLW is one of wrestling's best kept secrets. So the more big name talent that they get, the more known recognized talent that they get, the more eyes will be on the product. This product is now going into the next gear. They're going to start a new show called Azteca Underground. They're going to be on Vice TV. They still got their deal with Bien Sports. They're expanding. They're growing. So it's good that they have new talents coming in. Talents with name, value, and recognizable faces. Really cool move for MLW. I'm extremely excited for the future of MLW. Starting tomorrow night, Speaking of Vice TV, starting tomorrow night, Dark Side of the Ring Season 3 Part 2 will be coming on air. We got a lot of crazy topics. Everything from the plane ride from hell, XPW, FMW, 
Bruiser Bedlam, Luna Fashan, the steroid scandal. We have a lot of cool shit coming on Vice TV with Dark Side of the Ring. One of the best wrestling document series, or docu-series, that's a document series, what the fuck? Docu-series, there is. Go out of your way to check out Dark Side of the Ring. Always a great watch, whether you're a wrestling fan or not. It's a great watch. I mean, if you're not a wrestling fan, I don't know why you'd be listening to this podcast, but just take my word for it. It is a great watch. So, make sure you tune in. Vice TV tomorrow at 8, Dark Side of the Ring, Season 3, Part 2. The first episode being on the plane ride from hell. If you don't know what the plane ride from hell is, you're in for a crazy-ass episode. Pete Dunne, who was originally supposed to be out of contract after SummerSlam, it was announced that Pete Dunne has signed a three-year deal with the WWE. He will be sticking with the WWE. He's not going to be jumping ships to AEW. Really cool move for Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne is somebody who got a lot of shine and recognition in NXT, NXT UK. Had a lengthy title reign as the NXT UK champion. Someone who has been given and shown respect on the main roster, on the NXT side, on NXT UK, even last night on NXT 2.0. So I definitely like that Pete Dunne will be staying where he is. He is a great athlete. Really cool to see him on the WWE television going forward. Speaking of WWE television, last night was NXT 2.0, and later on in the show, we're going to be talking all about that show. But some news came out during the uh, day of yesterday saying that Kevin Dunn was there and was the producer of the show. So for everything that NXT was the uh, production values of WWE, the, the feel of a WWE show that Kevin Dunn has been a master at producing for like the last 20, 30 years, NXT was the opposite. So when I heard that Kevin Dunn was going to be a part of this NXT 2.0, even if it was just for yesterday's episode, it did tell me that this was going to have more of a WWE feel and not a WWE alternative. This is going back to the WWE developmental, and it makes sense. This is their product. They want to have a unified product instead of having an alternative to their own show, which doesn't really make too much sense. So I can see where they're coming from. I just think that, you know, they're probably capable of doing it themselves. They don't really need Kevin Dunn there to produce it. It was also being reported that the script and the the show format was changed already like five or six times throughout the night. That's very Raw and SmackDown-esque. That's very Vince McMahon-esque. That's not something you hear about that goes down in NXT. So for that to already be some of the negative changes that NXT has coming forward, it's not really a good look. Um, personally, I did like the show, and I'm going to talk all about it in a few, but that's just some of the news and notes. Also, backstage in the NXT locker room, it is believed that Samoa Joe is not actually injured. This is something that I brought up on the podcast yesterday. I said that it's just a little ironic that Samoa Joe is not going to be the champion going into this new era of NXT where they're trying to be more younger, uh, better shape, and everything that Samoa Joe is not, right? Even though he's a wrestling legend, Samoa Joe does not fit the mold of what Vince McMahon wants for his future of the WWE. So him being champion just didn't work out, it seemed. I basically said that, you know, I think that maybe the injury was fake and they just did this so they could get the title off Joe. I mean, we'll see, but the belief around the locker room last night was Samoa Joe was not, in fact, injured. Another thing coming out of NXT last night was during the show... Drew McIntyre live tweeted saying that he wants a match with Walter. 
if we get Drew McIntyre versus Walter on any stage, that's going to be a banger of a match. I would love to see Drew McIntyre go do that in NXT UK. I would love to see Drew McIntyre do that in NXT. If they're really trying to build eyes and bring a lot of fans to NXT and this NXT 2.0 brand, why not have a former world champion, a former NXT champion himself, come down and have a match against a Walter, have a dream match that's going to gain notoriety. You could book the show with a bunch of uh, promising young talent of the future and then have people see that dream match main event. So I, I really think that that would be a great match. I'm really excited to see where that goes. If we do indeed get Walter versus Drew McIntyre, sign me up. I'm down. I'm all for it. Tonight, AEW will be live from the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. The first time that they're in the tri-state area. It is a show that was supposed to go down last year. It was supposed to be blood and guts last year between the Inner Circle and the Elite. Got postponed due to COVID. Got postponed a couple more times. And it's finally here. They're live from the Prudential Center. The rundown for tonight's show. The show looks stacked. We're going to be getting the in-ring debut of Adam Cole. He'll be going against Frankie Kazarian, the Elite Hunter. We're going to have Eddie Kingston and John Moxley versus 2.0. Dan Lambert's going to host a tough guy challenge for whatever that is. Uh, we got Sean Spears versus Darby Allen in a grudge match. Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki is going to issue an open challenge to John Moxley, presumably for next week in Queens, New York. Matt Hardy continues his feud with Orange Cassidy. Brian Danielson will come out and address Kenny Omega, the AEW champion. And CM Punk will be on the call. He will be doing commentary for what match? I don't know. Maybe he's doing commentary for the whole show. But CM Punk will be there live in Newark, New Jersey. AEW's entering into the new era. They're coming to the Tri-State area with a bang. We got this show in the Prudential Center. Going to be a large sellout crowd. Also next week in Arthur Ashe Stadium. We're going to have AEW Grand Slam in front of a large, large number, probably about 20,000 people. It's going to be freaking awesome. That's going to be something to look out for. So make sure you tune in tonight to AEW Dynamite live from the Prudential Center. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll come back and talk about last night's NXT 2.0. And then we're going to end the show with a big announcement. Big things coming to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast, and I will explain it all later on so stay tuned we'll be right back protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the united states supreme court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered from iheart podcast supreme the battle for roe tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case roe v wade sir i graduated the top quarter of my class we just don't don't have a spot for you Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington for challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm about to get into last night's NXT. The very first NXT of this new era is being donned NXT 2.0. The very colorful NXT, the, the opposite of what NXT was. But does this mean it was a bad show? I personally don't think it was a bad show. It was a show that introduced a lot. There was a lot of introducing during this show. So this seemed like a new start. This seemed like an introduction of what's to come in a new era for NXT. Personally, there was good, there was bad. I think that this had more of a Raw and SmackDown feel. I also think this had some of an old school FCW feel. I'm going to talk all about that right now. Let's get into last night's NXT 2.0. So first initial thoughts of NXT. It is bright, it is colorful, it looks like Funfetti Cake. Uh, I think my brother put it perfectly when it says it looked like it was a Nickelodeon-produced show, but definitely a different feel than what we are known to expect from NXT. The the dark black and yellow is gone. The bright lights, the white and rainbow look is here. And personally, I mean, I'm not hating it. It it definitely feels different. This doesn't feel like NXT. It, it could be called something else. I don't know. I think that it does seem like a different show. And that's what they were going for. I mean, that means they succeeded. It's the exact total opposite of what NXT was visual-wise. Last night's show introduced a lot of new faces. A lot of new talent. One that really stole the show for me. Someone that I can't wait to see more of. And to be honest, right off the bat, I didn't think that I was going to really feel that invested in anybody so soon. I got to talk about my man, Braun Breaker, the son of Rick Steiner. Now, first of all, I'm going to tell you this. I'm not a fan of the name. I heard that they wanted to call him Rex Steiner, and I thought that that was awesome because usually when you have a second-generation wrestler lately in WWE, they don't really allow you to go with that last name. Rex Steiner sounded fire. Braun Breaker? Eh. Very Vince McMahon-esque. Very, very main roster-esque. But anyway, the show started out with a challenge from Braun Breaker going against L.A. Knight, who who is in the main event wrestling in a four-way for the title. Braun Breaker surprisingly made it known that he's going to be a force on this show he defeats L.A. Knight in his opening matchup. In the first matchup, he defeats someone who is going for the title later on that night. That tells me right there that this guy is going to be a star on this show. He exuded charisma. He had the Steiner uh, suplexes. Really was a big star. I'm excited to see what's going to happen with Braun Breaker. We see more of him before the show ends. But big upset when he defeats L.A. Knight in the opening matchup. Letting it be known... Letting it be crystal clear that it is a new day and new talent is here to take over. 
Speaking of new talent, next we got a tag team match between Imperium versus Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen, who is the son of former WWE tag team champion Bull Buchanan. But they were not able to take down Imperium. That was a pretty good match. We next get B-Fab representing the Hit Row against Katrina Cortez. Then we got some jaw jacking between the Hit Row and Electra Lopez and the Ligado del Fantasma. So that feud's going to be continuing. Good to see that this ain't a complete, complete reset. Good to see that this is just a, what's it called? A new look, a new visual, and we're going to have new talent. But some feuds that were prior to this reboot are still going to be continuing on here. Because what I saw from the Hit Row and from Legato del Fantasma, I definitely enjoyed and wanted to see more of, and we definitely will be seeing more of it soon. Next, we got the top prospect, or the breakout tournament winner, uh, Carmelo Hayes. He comes out. He introduces Trick Williams, his new partner. Trick Williams cuts a promo. They said that they're not going to be letting anybody walk all over them anymore. Out comes Duke Hudson. They jump Duke Hudson. We got a new attitude for Carmelo Hayes and... For Trick Williams, who's debuting here. And basically, Carmelo Hayes' dark side, it seems. Like I said, the story of this show was a lot of new talent being introduced. A lot of new talent. We had Ridge Holland totally dominate uh, Drake Maverick. Julius and Brutus Creed, they went against Dan Jermone and Trevor Skelly. But Julius and Brutus Creed, they are... Two guys that I'm going to be enjoying watching. It's very ironic. They're two Steiner-esque wrestlers themselves. They remind me of the Steiner brothers representing the Diamond Mine. And we got Rick Steiner's son on here who would fit perfectly with the Diamond Mine and fit perfectly with this team, but doing his own thing, doing bigger things than what these two guys are doing. This show was being built up to the main event, the four-way match, which got some changes to it because... It was originally supposed to be Tommaso Ciampa versus Pete Dunne versus Kyle O'Reilly versus LA Knight in the number one contendership match, which then after Samojo went down with an injury, it became Tommaso Ciampa versus Pete Dunne versus Kyle O'Reilly versus LA Knight in a fatal four-way for the NXT title, which then during the night, because of a Pete Dunne attack, Kyle O'Reilly was taken out of the match, but a man named Von Wagner, who tried to make the save, got put into the match. So after all the shenanigans, after all the changes, what we have here is Tommaso Ciampa versus Pete Dunn versus Von Wagner versus LA Knight in the Fatal 4-Way for the NXT Champion. Von Wagner, I guess, was the guy that they want to push here. A new guy, a bigger guy, a big name. Well, not a big name, but a bigger frame. A guy who is probably going to be really spotlighted in the future here on NXT. Why not throw him into the wolves, see what he could do. I believe this is the son of Albert, a.k.a. Matt Bloom. I believe. Don't quote me on it. But Von Wagner joins. And after a great, great match, surprisingly, because I thought this was going to be perfect for L.A. Knight to win the title after he lost to uh, Breaker earlier in the night. Or I thought Von Wagner was going to make the big uh, upset and be the champion, someone who they could build on. But surprisingly... It went to Tommaso Ciampa, the heart and soul of NXT for like the last three, four years. Tommaso Ciampa is now a two-time NXT champion. Well-deserved. The guy put on some of the greatest performances in NXT history. Well-deserved that Tommaso Ciampa is once again your NXT champion into this new era. The second thing that this show was building up to all night was the Indy Hartwell-Dexter Loomis wedding. 
This was very, very entertaining. It was a very beautiful and eerie ceremony. Indy Hartwell and Dex Loomis made their union official with an unforgettable wedding. This is the first time that Dexter Loomis actually spoke. He said, I do. They didn't expect him to speak. We had a beautiful wedding here for Loomis and Indy Hartwell, which, you know, funny, usually these weddings don't end well. This one actually did. This is the first wrestling wedding that didn't end in chaos and catastrophe. But before we go off the air, the show ends with NXT champion Tommaso Ciampa crossing paths with Braun Breaker, who made a name for himself tonight, saying that he wants to put the world on notice. He wants to put the champion Tommaso Ciampa on notice. He is coming for that title. And if anybody should be pushed right now, right off the bat, if any of these new names, new faces should be pushed, it got to be Braun Breaker. The guy's charismatic. The guy's a great wrestler. And just on one performance against LA Knight, I became a huge fan of his. I can't wait to see Braun Breaker eventually get a title shot against Tommaso Ciampa. And I'm really excited to see what they do. Whether I like the name or not, I would prefer him be called uh, Rex Steiner. But we'll go with Braun Breaker, right? But for the first show in this new era, they did enough to keep me intrigued. There was enough to keep me entertained. I like some of the new faces. The other guys I have to grow on me a little bit, I guess. I have to you know, sit and see them a little bit more. But right now, I think the real star is Braun Breaker. Von Wagner looked good. I want to see more of him. And really cool that they gave it to a veteran like Tommaso Ciampa, which kind of, you know, cancels out the argument that Samoa Joe was, you know, not the champion because he's not a young 25-year-old bodybuilder. Tommaso Ciampa definitely has the body as a champion, but he's a little on the shorter end, and he's also a veteran and up there in age. So... I guess that that cancels each other out. I give this show, the first show, I'm giving it a strong 3.5 out of 5 stars. I enjoyed it. Didn't love it, but definitely liked it. And I'm going to give it another chance next week. We'll see if NXT could continue to impress me, this new version of NXT, NXT 2.0. Speaking of new versions of shows, we're going to be talking about the new version of the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. So when we come back from this commercial break, I will be giving you the rundown of what's to come in the coming weeks. The changes, the future... Everything that's going to happen here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast, so stay tuned. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't, don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. 
Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. As promised, the big announcement coming to the rest of the Lauren podcast will be a second podcast on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We'll be having... Wrestling DeLorean Timelines, where we will be going back in time and discussing all the nostalgia stuff that you know and love to watch and listen to here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. It'll be coming on a new show, so this show could be completely dedicated to the modern stuff, while on Tuesdays and Thursdays you could check out Wrestling DeLorean Timelines. There'll be more information about that in the incoming days on Wrestling DeLorean Pod on Instagram, so make sure you follow for all the news and updates. You're going to want to subscribe to the second podcast. We're going to have Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays be dedicated to the modern stuff. We're going to have a new show on Tuesdays and Thursdays for all the classic stuff. It's going to be a great journey, so make sure you strap on in and follow us and ride with us here on the Wrestling DeLorean. You don't want to miss out all the great stuff happening. Like I said, for more information, check out Instagram, Wrestling DeLorean Pod, Twitter, W underscore DeLorean Pod, TikTok, Wrestling DeLorean Pod, and YouTube. In the incoming days, we'll have all the information on that. It won't be starting until about two weeks from now, so you don't want to miss out on that. We appreciate all the support. I love all my fans. Thank you so much for everything that you guys do. Make sure you tune in tonight to AEW Dynamite. We'll be talking all about it tomorrow here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. So make sure you check it out tonight. Tune in tomorrow. You don't want to miss out. Hope everyone has a great day. Stay safe, stay strong, stay positive. One love. Thanks for listening. Hit that download button. Enjoy your day. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.